Well, hello. My name's Elisa, if you haven't met me before. And it's my privilege to be sharing God's Word with you today. Hey, we are in week four of our Images of God series. We have been looking at the way we think about God, the way we're feeling about God, and how this affects our relationship with Him. So far, we have talked about why exploring this is so important, as the way we see God affects how we relate to Him. We have reflected that our images often come from our past experiences in families, in relationship, in religious teachings and examples. And these can often be distorted as people fail, we make mistakes, and often hurt each other, even in the best of circumstances. Therefore, our images of God can often be distorted, incomplete, and sometimes completely untrue. We've looked at scripture and immersed ourselves in what God says God is like. We found a God who is merciful and compassionate, forgiving and loving and just. And if we really want to know what the character of God is like, we can look at Jesus. This week, we're going to look at moving toward restoring our vision of God healing those images, and what that process looks like. But first, let's pray. God, today, would you open our hearts and ears to hear your word? Would you quieten our minds and any distractions right now? I pray we are tuned in to you. And Holy Spirit, would you be working within us to draw us closer to knowing God more? Amen. So last year, my daughter was taking a shower when all of a sudden I hear smash, followed by multiple smashing sounds. So I run into the bathroom and I find that the tiles on one wall of the shower had completely fallen off halfway through the shower and smashed on the floor. Now, no one was hurt, thank goodness. But our shower obviously needed replacing. Our bathroom was about 50 years old. You could tell by the classic 70s brown tiles and flower wallpaper everywhere. And while it functioned and seemed to work okay, there had been years of wear and tear and water damage that we hadn't even noticed. And as the builder came and had a look, it quickly became clear that the whole bathroom pretty much needed renovation. At first, this sounds exciting. A new bathroom, no floral wallpaper. I was very happy about that. But if anyone has ever had to live in a house while it's being renovated, you will know renovations are messy and noisy. There are things that are exposed and raw. There's a hole in my floor and in my walls. And there seemed to be an awful lot of waiting. We had to wait for the different parts to come in. We had to wait for the different processes to set. We had to wait for the plumber to hook their part up and for the electrician to come on their day. But eventually, we had a new bathroom and it is so much better. Not a floral print in sight. 
So what does it look like to do this restoration work in our own lives with our images of God? So step one, we have explored our images of God. Step two, we have reflected on where they have come from. Step three, we have looked at scripture and seen what God says God is like. So what do we need now? The next step is community, which is really strange because we just talked about how people can often be a cause of our distorted images. However, because that damage is often done in the context of relationships, it's really important that the healing is also done within relationships. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. We are relational beings. God has made us to be with him and to be with others. And yes, people are not God. However, witnessing grace over and over again, seeing God's love through the actions and care of others, hearing their stories. I want to say that one again, hearing people's stories and seeing God at work in the lives of the people around us. They won't be perfect by any means, but these experiences over a number of years, together with these other steps, can help to partially heal our images of God. For some of you, you have spent decades living with a distorted assumption of what God is like. And like my 50-year-old bathroom, the process of healing that may be overwhelming and a little bit messy and possibly a little bit slow. We need the support of others. Now, that doesn't mean that you just go around telling everybody about the time, I don't know, Aunt Marge told you you were no good and now you don't believe you're lovable. That didn't really happen. I don't really have an art march. However, confiding in a close, faith-filled friend or a mentor or a small group leader or one of the pastoral team here at the church is an important step in breaking the power of that distorted image in your mind. For some of you, those images of God have come from traumatic experiences And it might mean you will need the support of a professional counsellor to help you separate that experience from who God is. Someone to share this journey with and a supportive, faith-filled community are really important in this process of healing. The final step is my favourite. And it is probably something we need to do all the way back at step one and step two and three and four. Step five is surrendering to the healing power of the Holy Spirit. All these other steps are important, but our own efforts 
will only ever partially heal our images. Healing our distorted images of God is not simply an act of courage or determination. It is a renewing of our minds, a healing and a restoring in a relationship, which means we need the other half of that relationship. We need God. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. John chapter 14, verse 26 says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. And John chapter 15, verse 26 says, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from my Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. We don't do this work alone. God is actively working to reveal who he is to us through Holy Spirit. It is God who searches our hearts and points out those noises, those incomplete or distorted images. It is God who is close to us and draws near to us as we separate those experiences from who God is. It is Holy Spirit who works through God's word, revealing to us in it who God is. And Holy Spirit works within us and the people around us as we journey this process with others. But he doesn't do this without our permission. There is an act of surrender of admitting we need God, of giving him permission to come in and redraw those images of himself in our hearts. So why bother? Why having to drag up uncomfortable memories? Why when my relationship seems, it's, it's, it's fine, it's going okay, why would I have to go through this messy, long complicated, just doesn't sound great kind of process. Why? I have had to do this process personally and it was almost a complete bathroom renovation, maybe a whole house renovation. I'm still trying to figure that out. I had learnt all about grace and mercy and love. I knew all the Bible stories. I followed all the rules. I lived for God. But if I was really honest, the God that I pictured was pretty distant, more like a big chess player, and I was a little tiny chess piece that he just moved around the board to his will. Love and compassion were thoughts probably for heaven, but for right now, it was just serving and obedience. Not that I would have known that, I didn't sit down and consciously think about this. It wasn't until I hit a moment where I didn't want to teach my newborn baby about this God that I realised something was wrong. And I tried to ignore it, 
but I just became bitter. Because the God I sung about and the God I learnt about didn't match the God I thought I knew. So I did this work. I went through this process. I didn't want to tell anybody about it because honestly, I felt ashamed. I had been in the worship teams. I had been a Bible study leader and a youth group leader. And now I didn't really know who God was or even if I wanted to know him. Please let me say, do not let pride stop you from talking about this with somebody. It is not worth it to sit in this by yourself. Please hear me in that. It's not worth it. Eventually, I shared with one of my pastors. I started reading the Gospels and not to hear the same old stories that I knew, but instead to pick out the character of God and who he is. And then, Holy Spirit did his thing. I was sitting in worship at the church when all of a sudden I felt God whispering to my spirit, I love you. You are precious to me. Words that had never been in my dialogue with God before. And as I sat there in moments like this over the next couple of months, my image of God began to change. And seriously, the difference in that relationship. It's like sleepwalking through this world and suddenly being awake. It's a difference between reading about ice cream and getting to taste ice cream for yourself. Every time I have had to make this process, this journey, and I have had to do it again and again, quite sure it was the bedrooms and the kitchen, Within me, I don't know, we're kind of like a house being restored. Every time, I end up knowing God deeper. I end up finding something else about him that just blows me away. I am still working through some of my early experiences and separating them from who God is. Sometimes I think I'm all good, restoration complete, and then nope, I'm back to having walls knocked down and jackhammering done and I sigh and I complain about it because it's uncomfortable and vulnerable and humbling. But honestly, I wouldn't swap it for the world because I know the difference that it makes. It changes everything. It changes the way that I talk with God. It changes our relationship. It changes the way I see myself, the way I interact with others, the way I act, the way I parent. God wants us to know him. This entire book is God revealing himself to us, his people, his creation, wanting us to know him, saying, here I am. And drawing us closer to him. He is not a hidden God. Hear that again. He is not a hidden God. We may not understand God sometimes. His ways are not our ways. Sometimes he may feel distant. He may not feel close. He may feel silent. But he does not 
hide himself from us. James chapter 4, verse 8 says, Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Jeremiah 29, verse 13, says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Our God took on a human face and walked amongst us. He ate with us, cried with us. He felt hunger and pain, grief and injustice. And our God chose the death of himself out of love for you. Now God didn't stay defeated by death. He rose again. And he sent the Holy Spirit, who is with us always, revealing God to us and healing us. If you have never known a relationship with this God, I want to invite you right now to say yes. Yes, God, I want to know you more. God, I believe in you and I want to know more about you. If this is you today, I'd invite you to pray this prayer with me. Right where you are, wherever you are watching this, this is between you and God. Let's pray. Jesus, I believe that you are God. I believe you came and died and rose again so that I could be in a relationship with you. God, I'm sorry for doing things my own way. I'm sorry when my brokenness has kept me from you. Jesus, I want you as Lord of my life. I want to know you more. Thank you that you have promised to never leave me or forsake me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I don't know who you are out there, but if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I want to tell you there is a party going on in heaven right now for you. You have made the most amazing decision to say yes to this incredible God. Hey, we as a church would love for you to contact us. You can email us or call the office. We would love to pray with you and celebrate with you and support you as you get to know this God better. Maybe for you today, you recognise that your images of God have been distorted or incomplete. Can I encourage you? Do this journey. There is nothing more precious than knowing God and being known by him, of loving him with everything that you have because you know, you know who he is and what he means to you. If this is the cry of your heart, to know him more, would you tell him, Would you right now give him permission to come in 
and restore and redraw those images of himself within you. Let's pray. God, thank you that you are not a hidden God. Thank you that there is nothing that can separate us from you, from your love. God, we need you. Search our hearts and help us see where we don't see you clearly. God, we want to love you with everything we have, with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. So Holy Spirit, would you work within us? Would you heal those images? Would you give us a truer understanding of who you are and draw us closer to you? Right now, we surrender ourselves to you. We give you permission to come and do that restoration work because knowing you is the greatest desire of our hearts. Thank you that you are with us in this journey. In Jesus' name, amen.